the social introvert. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. You should be viral with a tumor, got and pull out the iPhone. You should be viral, tip of the iceberg, shine like a diamond. She could be viral, but she's not for everybody. She wanna take that body and wanna know me. You should be viral, you should be viral, you should be viral. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 499. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify and anywhere else podcasts are available. Go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at social intro pod. Go ahead and give me a follow on TikTok at I Sid Davis and follow the official BYNK radio page on TikTok, which is at BYNK radio. So, oh, yeah, before I get started, if you have any thoughts, send those my way. You want to send me some recommendations and, you know, some some dope ass TV shows or movies or if you want to hear me give some insight on something like a, on an old movie or something of some sort. There was a few people that messaged me. They were like, yeah, man, I ain't know you fuck with Face Off. I said, like, yeah, I fuck with Face Off. But, yeah, that was a that was a random-ass question. And uh, I, I thought it was kind of dope to talk about it because I hadn't seen it in a while. But if you want to do that, send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and give me that five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave some feedback. Let me know what you think of the show. And, uh, yeah. All, all all feedback is welcome. Constructive criticism, trash talk, trolling. I don't care. I'm hey baby, I, I come from the world of trolling, so <laughs> go back to them old episodes. I was losing my damn mind. Anyway, that is a brand new joint from Cruise titled Viral. It's available on our music streaming platforms. Go check him out. He's pretty dope. Uh he, he's been around for quite some time. I think I, I caught wind of dude around like 2016, 2017. And yeah, like he he pops out on occasion, dropping a few bangers here and there. So as I said before, check him out. Give him a listen, man. He's pretty dope. So, uh, wow. There is a, a, a brewing beef from almost a decade ago between two people. And I never quite understood it. I don't get it. I just I thought it was always stupid. In this corner, we got ASAP Rocky, and in the opposite corner, we have Travis Scott. So, there's a lot of people walking around here, running around here, I should say. Travis Scott is is jacking ASAP Rocky style, and da 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 and, and it's just strange, because ASAP Rocky, talent-wise, doesn't even hold a candle to half of the people that's in his class. Like, his peers are leagues ahead of him 
even some of the guys in his own crew, notably, like to, to, for starters, uh, I'm not even going to go with ASAP Ferg. Like that's just doing a whole bunch of damage to him. Then I don't even know why Ferg is somewhat a. I don't, is he a part of ASAP Mob still, or is he affiliated? Because now that I see him on lineups, it's just Ferg in all caps. I don't see the ASAP thing. It comes and goes. I, I don't I don't know. It's almost like the dipset shit, you know, when they were kinda on their way out the door and then we didn't know if forty cow was really part of dipset or like a mafia was cool with the guys and I I, I don't know. It that's what it's starting to turn into. But you got ASAP twelvey better than ASAP Rocky. You got ASAP Ant, ASAP Ty. You know, these, you know, people aren't going to really navigate towards those guys a part of the crew. They don't really care for them. But I will say I have checked out their projects and they're a lot better than ASAP Rocky shit. Like the last album from ASAP Rocky, the last two albums, I should say, really weren't that great. So I don't understand this Travis Scott taking ASAP Rocky style. ASAP Rocky came into the game pretending damn near like he was from Houston. Almost like I, I don't see how people forget that the whole first project he dropped is I, I don't know if he was trying to just show him love. I know people he's trying to show love and give his flowers to Houston hip hop. Stop it. Knock it off. Do your research. I don't know what the fuck ASAP Rocky's doing. All I know is he's married to a gorgeous woman who is a billionaire and he is a parent now. So I, that's all I know. And apparently, according to him, he's handsome. I don't look at guys that way, so I couldn't tell you, but that he walk around, he's like, I'm handsome. So, hey, that's who he is. Travis Scott is in a league of his own. If you were going to say he's trying to jack anyone's style, I would say he's pulling bits and pieces and crumbs from Kid Cudi, uh, a little bit from Kanye West. That's where I place him at. I don't, I don't understand the comparison between those two. It's just really stupid. And speaking of Travis Scott, Utopia uh, at the Pyramids of Giza is canceled. And I don't know how to feel about that. I'm really upset. But I understand. I'm not going to just jump out here and rant and get mad and, and call Live Nation stupid and this, that, and the third and talk trash about the powers that be. I, I really don't care. Um, I'm a bit surprised that people are shocked that it's Travis Scott who is even trying to do this, this big premiere of the album utopia at the pyramids which to me i think is an incredible idea but i don't know why people would put that in question it's like who does he think he is and i can only see beyonce do this i can only see drake do this or i can only see uh i don't know taylor swift or you know the big big names i can only see them do this and it's like well why can't travis scott to me that shit sounds epic now i can get into my conspiracy bag and say with the last events that took place during Astro World, maybe Live Nation got scared of this to some degree. And I don't know what my conspiracy is, is the Pyramids of Giza. You got Travis Scott calling something utopia and he wants to perform this in the continent of Africa. Um, I could get into my nerd bag and dig deep in this all day, but I don't feel like doing that. This is not the podcast for it. Excuse me. But um, I find it quite interesting days prior to this epic ass event that I was really, really waiting for. 
just got canceled, you know, just no particular reason. I guess it's just, I, I don't know, maybe budget issues or maybe, I, I don't fucking know. I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed. I'm, I'm a bit let down. I would have loved to see Travis Scott perform this highly anticipated album at that location. Um, the, we, we got the weekend's album release party streaming on Amazon Prime. We got that whatever concert that was with Drake and Kanye streaming on Amazon. I I see this with Travis Scott at the pyramids performing Utopia and it being on not only Amazon Prime, but I could see it being on Hulu. I could see it being on Max. Whatever deal that they decide to pull off, some partnership, I don't fucking know. Whatever Live Nation decides to do, I could see something like that, that epic streaming on multiple platforms um it most likely will be on amazon prime if this were happening still but i don't know i just i feel like they saw this and travis announced it or travis and live nation announced this and they felt threatened because after this was announced there are multiple think pieces and different podcasts that were discussing travis scott and this whole event why does he feel the need that he can do this like who does he think he is and and, and a few artists saying oh well i performed there too why does he feel it was just unnecessary comments out of nowhere about travis scott and the utopia event i feel like there's just more at play that's that's where my my head is at and i feel like a lot of people are scared because this man is on the road to redeeming himself and saying y'all still can't fuck with me i'm better than all of you <laughs> producer wise i'm better than all of you and i love travis rapping i'd never mind him rapping but his production is just uh, wow i don't even need to get into that but anyway um i don't understand all in all i don't get it with the comparison of asap rocky and travis scott i don't even know why asap rocky is being named in the same sentence with travis it's just weird I'm waiting on Kid Cudi and Travis Scott's uh, Scott's album. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, if, like I said, if there's anybody that I compare him to or that he's kind of, you know, borrowing the style of, it it would be Kid Cudi. You know, he's Travis. He always said this that Kid Cudi is a major part of his his influence. Like the the, the name Scott is where he gets his name Travis Scott from. Scott Muscutty, Kid Cudi. So. Um, I'm going to move on from that. I just never understood it. I think it's just a dumbass comparison. And if anyone disagrees, that's cool. Fine by me. If you like Rocky, that's great. If you don't, that's great too. I just don't get why he's headlining shit. Well, I get why he's headlining shows like shit. He has connections due to uh, being married to a very powerful woman in this music game. So um, I'm going to move on from that and leave it alone. Uh, I know a lot of people really like ASAP Rocky. I just don't see what the appeal is. I, I get with the first project, cool, but after that, and he's all right. I, I I just don't care. But besides that, Isaiah Rashad has announced a brand new album is on the way. All my heroes are junkies. Um, hey, I share the same sentiments. Pretty much all my heroes that <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Like I'm going all day. I'm not about to get into that list. Yeah, all my heroes are junkies. New album from Isaiah Rashad on the way. I can't wait. Uh, he is three for three. And I'm pretty sure this will be four for four. 
Isaiah Rashad has not disappointed me with the music he has dropped. Um, he dropped one of those albums around, I think, the same week of my birthday. What was it? The, the Sun's Tirade? Yeah. That album right there alone has a, a I have a, a very deep connection with that album. The album speaks to me. Uh, his last album, The House is Burning, flawless from front to back. And I, I'm pretty sure he's not going to change anything up. I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So Isaiah Rashad, I'm waiting, bro. Drop that music. Drop that shit immediately. Real quick, man. Uh, Roddy Rich is, um, I, I don't understand the hate towards Roddy Rich. The, the man has, has dropped some bangers. I will say that. I'm not the biggest Roddy Rich fan, okay? This is coming from somebody who don't really listen to Roddy Rich, but from what I've heard, I've heard the debut album and I've heard a couple of those mixtapes, but he's got some bangers. But uh, he was apparently previewing some new music and he was in a studio. He had 12,000 viewers and the viewership started to plummet as he pressed play um i think the viewer count was at um 12,100 and and just completely dropped i think it's weird i don't understand the hate towards him if anyone can let me know what it is please do because i'm i'm not understanding w what it is i his debut album was not a bad album. His follow-up was not a bad album. The mixtape was awesome. So I'm not understanding what the disconnect is. It's almost the same way I feel about K-Camp. K-Camp came out. Cool. Not really a big fan of K-Camp, but from what the fuck I've heard, I'm like, this shit bangs. Okay. Great. But people seem not to... I guess it doesn't connect with people for some odd reason. I, I don't know. Like I said, he's another one that for some strange reason there's just this disconnect and i would like to know what it is like i said someone let me know <laughs> anyway uh let me get into some new music and i'm gonna get back into the show really quick there is an artist i've been following for a while uh she's really dope her name is chloe hart and uh, she just dropped a new single it's called be there check it out the social introvert Forever be your corner Cause I know that life is full of storms But we'll face them together Moving forward 
Once again, that's Be There by Chloe Hart. Brand new single available on all music streaming platforms. Go check her out, man. Give her a listen. So, real quick, man. I had a few people hit me up and say, man, you really didn't go see that Barbie movie? I am a 33-year-old grown-ass man, okay? And when I was a kid, I'm not going to lie to you. I will not lie to you. There were some Barbies laying around that house. There were. Some of my cousins, my sister had Barbies. You want to know what I did with them? I just I tore the arms off, tore the legs off, tore the heads off, cut the hair sometimes, gave them a buzz cut, gave them a mohawk, uh, had one of them looking like Cynthia from Rugrats. I, I was just doing some jacked up shit. I was, I was, I'm Sid Davis. I was basically Sid from Toy Story. So I mean, <laughs> let me stop. No, I wasn't doing that to all the toys, but it was just, it was a thing where I'm, you, leave a kid or basically just make sure the child ain't too goddamn quiet you don't want the house too damn quiet because you be like hey just just trying to look out to see what he or she is doing fam a lot of times the house is a little too quiet i was that kid and i'm over there like taking limbs off of some of them toys not the bit i wouldn't do it to the batman and superman toys though but i would do it a lot to them damn uh barbies and shit like that or i would sit there and play fight and throw them across the the goddamn living room like i was doing some karate but i am 33 years old i am not sitting there watching a barbie movie okay knock it the hell off if i had a daughter sure if my baby cousin was here sure if my sister was here and say hey you know well i don't my sister doesn't give a shit either. She doesn't care. <laughs> she likes Sailor Moon and shit. But all in all, at the end of the day, I'm not going to see no. I'm not going to see no damn Barbie movie. Oh, your podcast cover had Barbie on it. Like that was a joke. If you've listened long enough, I still troll from time to time. I'm bullshitting and I'm joking. That was to sit there and say, hey, fuck that Barbie shit. You didn't see the atomic explosions like in the background of the photo. Like, come on, man, quit playing. I am not about to sit here and, and watch some daggone Barbie. What the hell? Listen, there's a, a trend right now of movies that are, I guess, product placement movies. And we've seen it with Air, uh, the Tetris movie. There's a the Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie. I think that's on Hulu. Uh, the Blackberry movie, which the Blackberry movie is the movie that I, that's one of the movies that I really, really want to see. I have to see that movie. There's another one. Uh, of course, Barbie and then the Super Mario Brothers movie. I've only seen Air and Super Mario Brothers and Tetris. Tetris was okay. I think they had a, a movie for Uber. Um, I don't know, man. It's just this trend of movies where it's just product placement. And they're talking about the product and how it was created. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a movie about Pepsi and Coca-Cola, how they started and then the split of Pepsi and Coca-Cola and then them becoming two different entities and this, that, and that. I wouldn't be surprised if we get those movies, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a, a movie about the creation of 
Snickers or Jack Daniels or they they're not gonna tell you the truth about Jack Daniels. So we <laughs> you might as well forget it. I wouldn't be surprised if we start getting a full trend of just product placement movies and it's gonna get old really fast. Air was fantastic. The Tetris movie was it was pretty good. It was it was cool. Super Mario Brothers movie, probably the best movie of 2023. Um, the Blackberry movie I look really forward to. Uh, I, I have to, I gotta see where that's streaming at. I don't think it's streaming anywhere, but I really have to see that fucking movie. But I'm pretty sure it's amazing because that that era of Blackberry was something else. Other than that, I don't care about the other movies. I I really don't. I'm I'm not going out of my way to watch some flaming hot Cheetos movie. Why? <laughs> anyway, there's been further investigation into the murder of Tupac Shakur. Uh, the bullet holes have been found in the apartment, I believe, of Keith D. Um, I, I don't know the full details. I didn't bother to look into it at all. Honestly, I get really upset about it because I believe that the ones who know the truth, that they know. They know what the fuck happened. And it's just like they're just throwing these little nuggets out here at us to keep us speculating on who did it. Was Suge responsible? Oh, did he did? Oh, did it? Did it? Uh, I'm tired of it. I'm so sick of it. I I, I don't want to hear about it anymore. And it, it it really it really does piss me off because it's just you have two people, great friends. When they first met each other, they were kind of like who's this guy or you know but it wasn't anything like they had a problem with each other the first time around they were just curious about each other they recognized each other's skill level and they were just interested to find out you know about their love of hip-hop and they just became they're like brothers and for it to go left the way it went left it's like how (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's just weird to me and for all of these years for 20 something years countless documentaries biopics more documentaries then we get this uh was it a film or documentary of the the guy that was supposed to be investigating the case but then he was blocked or forced to drop the case or they were gonna like it, it was like he was threatened or something so he had to drop the case And I believe Johnny Depp was supposed to play the guy. I don't fucking know, but I'm, I'm tired of it. And I just, I don't want to hear any more about it. I really don't because we still have these Chicago rappers and other rappers from other areas going at each other. And they're literally talking about the murders and the threats uh, and and things that they're going to do to the person that they have beef with. And I'm just, I'm not here for it dog I, I don't care i'm a fan of king von but there's some joints of king von that i just i can't i can't get into it uh even uh, what's his name ynw melly i think that case apparently update is it, it's a fucking mistrial so he he gets to go home uh the ynw melly song murder on my mind i have not listened to that song believe it or not I have not listened to that fucking song and I don't want to, I don't care to. So with shit like this, it, it just makes me sad a little bit. This is why when, when you listen to this podcast, you're, you're going to hear a lot of smooth, mellow, 
calm, cool shit. You might hear some some hardcore shit every now and again, like some Griselda or RJ Payne and, and shit like that. But who do I champion as like my favorite rapper ever? Currency. What is, what's currency rapping about most of the time? Weed, cars, vacation spots, and shit, <laughs> and shit like that. That's what I'm on. I, I just can't take it. I can't take it. And I'm just being a person that comes from that environment, I don't want to be around. I, I never wanted to be around it. And I was so happy and thankful and blessed to be pulled out of that environment early on in my life. And it's, it's, it's too much, man. I just don't know how, like I said, two people get that close to each other and become the best of friends and things just go left. I, I, just, I still don't under, I can't comprehend it. It, it fucks with me a little bit so um if you want to look up the investigation the murder investigation of tupac shakur you can uh go and do that um his mother died not too long ago and his his father just passed recently so yeah man it's 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 too much man and rest in peace to sinead o'connor irish pop star uh passed away at the age of 56 uh, she said one of her biggest hits is Nothing Compares to You, originally written by Prince, performed by Prince. But it wasn't for some reason, it wasn't received in the same way when Prince did it. But when she did it, it's like <laughs> it was fucking magic. And it just it took over and uh, had people in a chokehold. Uh, this woman is the first person to call out the Pope. On Saturday Night Live, before it was trendy, before it became trendy, she called out the Pope and people just, they alienated her ass, they blackballed her and said that, oh man, like we, we can't fuck with her, but she was right. She didn't lie. Uh, I believe you can still look up the footage unless they, I don't know if they blocked it in this country, but yeah, rest in peace to Sinead O'Connor. There is a story, however, that, um, a story that, I, that really needs to be talked about. Cole Jackson from... Governing Podcast sent me this. Shout out to Cole. MC Shan calls out Nas for not including him in Hip Hop 50 shows. All right. There's articles on hot new hip hop. Much has been made about 2023 being the 50th anniversary of rap music. Nearly every award show has bought out some of the genre's le legends, can't read, to perform. And Nas has been touring with Wu-Tang Clan all year. He also teamed up with Mass Appeal for a major 50th anniversary of rap project the project has included eps live performances and even an exhibition altogether dozens and dozens of rap legends have been involved but there's one that hasn't been mc shan shan isn't happy about that snub either he took to instagram to air some grievances with Nas over his lack of inclusion and you know what? i'm gonna i'm gonna skip everything he said because i have an audio clip so you can hear from the horse's mouth and uh, let me see. Let me continues on. Let's go further. They removed the video off Instagram, but I have a link right here from YouTube. Check this clip out. One time for your mind, two time for your soul. It's your man, sir. Check this out. I'm sitting here hearing the nonsense doing these motherfucking 50th anniversary shows, right? Nas. If you doing 50th anniversary shows and you ain't holler at your man, let me tell you something, man. Don't never mention my mother name again. Don't put my name in your mouth about nothing. See, I'm not one of them niggas glorified by 
fucked with money. I couldn't give a fuck how much money a nigga got. Nigga, you put your pants on one leg at a time like me, nigga. I ain't glorified by the shit you have. But I'm looking at it like this, nigga. You getting money on the 50th of hip-hop, and you glorify me and say, yo, Shan, this, and you ain't call me and say, yo, Shan, I see what you doing. I done did a show with you, motherfucker. You understand? But if you ain't call me and that whole roster is full, don't never mention my motherfucking name. Because guess what? I don't need Nas motherfucking accolades to make me who the fuck I am. I made me who the fuck I am before you was who who you are. All right? It's just because I was in the portion of hip-hop and I was the motherfucking. I ain't got the money you got. But I'm going to get it one way or another. But I don't need the motherfucking have no accolades from a that put on 50 for hip-hop shows and don't call his man and say and i'm not even your man like that you dig what i'm saying i'm off that motherfucker was part of whatever i ain't gonna say we hung out and all that shit. you were too young but if you putting on shit like this and you don't holler at your man and say yo i got a check for you don't say my name no more my i'm i deal on loyalty i don't give a about your money, you understand? If you ain't loyal, about that, do whatever the fuck can be done, however it has to be done. But I'm a loyal ass. You can't if you want to mention my name and you don't want to be loyal to and say, yo, let me put some money and feed this. Shit. Fuck you, nigga. Over the weekend, Nas released his new album, Magic 2. The project was quickly covered in critical acclaim, but critics weren't the only ones dishing out praise. Two of basketball's biggest superstars of all time took took the opportunity to dish out praise for the album. Both LeBron James, of course he fuck. He makes me sick. (laughs) And Magic Johnson gave Magic 2 its credit since the album dropped. Magic in particular received a shout out on the album and was happy to give on right back what do you think of mc shan not being included in hip-hop 50 festivities let us know in the comment section below no i'm not gonna let you know in the comment section below fuck you um okay so long 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 time ago there was a documentary series called beef beef one two and three i believe there's five in total maybe six but i think it's five beef I don't remember what I haven't seen it in a long time, but Shan, okay, there that infamous beef between Shan and Karis one, the South Bronx and the bridges over, you know, talking about Queens Bridge, that whole back and forth thing. And it wasn't anything that was malicious or ill intent. It was kind of like this a back and forth on wax type thing, but when you get to MC Shan and MC Shan is talking. He seems to be cool about it. You know, it's some years far removed from the uh, the beef between him and KRS-One. But you could kind of tell Shan had a bit of a chip on his shoulder still. Like, just, just mad. Like, what the fuck is you calling out Queensbridge for? What you got against the bridge? The bridge is over? Like, he still had that attitude on him. So, this is not anything new from MC Shan. But with this, this takes a whole new light with him being excluded from Hip Hop 50. It's kind of weird because, you know, the relationship between Shan and Nas, these are two dudes from Queens. They're from Queensbridge. So you you would think the relationship between the two 
would be a little bit closer. I mean, even back in the day, Shan would be the one to tell him to, hey, don't don't be hanging around large crews like that. And it's still funny with Nas being a quiet dude and just very stoic and laid back. Tell the story where he met up with Pac and he was just he's out there waiting with like 50, 60 dudes deep, just ready to go. Like if some action was about to pop off. So uh, Shan would always be that guy that was kind of like right there just trying to put Nas on some game. And it was, you know, he, he took the game in and kind of, you know, fell back on a lot of shit. But what I will say about MC Shan is he is someone who has never quite got the respect that he deserves. I will say that may have a chip on his shoulder. He may be one of those those them old heads. It's kind of like like who the fuck is da 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 and like you got to prove yourself if you want to be part of this. He's he's one of those types. Very nice guy, but he is still one of those type of dudes. As a matter of fact. I think there's an interview, if I can find it real quick, there's an interview from like 2016 where he mentioned Nas, um, <laughs> where he basically said Nas didn't listen. Uh, this was on a Vlad interview, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. Here we go. Check this clip out. Now, when did you first learn about Nas and, and how, how did you guys interact over the years? Well, Nas was a little kid at that point when I was doing it. And uh, uh, it was like, he was just a young kid from Vernon. I didn't, you know, you never know who you're influencing when you're doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? But I guess he kept an eye on me and like, yo, that's what I want to do. And he did it well, still doing it well. You know what I'm saying? But I used to try and tell him back in the days, and I'm using his line from him. He didn't listen. He'd be riffing while I'm telling him stuff. Like, yo, Nas, you don't need to be bringing all these cats with you when you go to these shows. Because when it jumps off, they don't know the rest of the crew. They just going to blame it on Nas. Oh, Nas came through and his crew did this. His crew did that. You know what I'm saying? He learned along the way. He knew how to separate himself from the crap from what, you know what I'm saying? But I used to try and tell him how the game was. When he was young, I, I remember one time, only one time me having that conversation with him. And he was a younger cat, you know what I'm saying? But as far as me influencing him, it wasn't like I was, I knew him from the block because like I said, he was a young kid. And when I used to come home from tour, I used to go up to the candy store and tell all the kids, go ahead and get what you want, get what you want. Because I was coming home with bags of money from these shows. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, get what y'all want. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of kids I influenced, but not all of them went into the rap game that in that direction. I mean, for example, uh, Nas's Illmatic is one of my all-time favorite albums. Not even hip-hop albums, just albums of all time. Did you know Nas before he dropped Illmatic? I didn't know Nas until after after he started making records, and even okay. then. I really didn't know Nas. Cause he hung out on the other side of the block. I was from 10th Street, he was from Vernon. You know what I'm saying? And it's like six blocks. It's six blocks. But Vernon 40 side didn't mess with 41st side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 40 side of 10th Street really didn't mess. You know what I'm saying? It was like six blocks of different cliques. Although we would float through the blocks, it was just like we didn't. We didn't splurt. You stayed on Vernon. I stayed on 10th Street. 
You know what I'm saying? That's just the way it was. I mean, but you, you couldn't come into projects and start nothing being from outside of the projects. I mean, when you first heard the Nas records, did you did you see the potential? I loved it. He did, he started out working with Large Professor on the barbecue. That's where I really, you know, and I knew Large Professor from messing with G-Rap. You know what I'm saying? And Neek. So I knew Large Professor through that. So he was on the barbecue and that like really sparked his career right there. You know what I mean? That really sparked his career. Right. And, you know, Nas also said that G-Rap was one of his biggest influences. G-Rap was, G-Rap was the man. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What was it like to actually do a record with Nas, you know, after that, you know, that many years? That was all cool. You know what I'm saying? It was all good. I, like I said, I didn't want to do it, but it wasn't no hatred towards them. It's just that y'all got y'all idea of what I should be doing, and I know what I want to do. I understand. I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I understand what y'all want me to do, but don't shunt me. I'm not trying to shunt you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, it is what it is. So if you're a listener of Nas, you have heard of Vernon, 40 Side, 10th Street, constantly throughout his raps. This is not this is not a secret. So even though these blocks would not necessarily fuck with each other, but they would flow in and out each other's blocks without, you know, just you know, respectfully to get where they need to go to. Shan and Nas were cool with each other after the fact, but it wasn't like this super duper close friendship. It would be from time to time. He would, you know, he would drop some game to him and, you know, the, the relationship stayed like that. But this right here with the exclusion uh, of MC Shan on Hip Hop 50, it, it is a bit strange. I, I don't know. Maybe this goes back to what Shan is talking about with 40 side Vernon and 10th Street. Th that type of, you know, that meant maybe Nas is going back to that mentality. Who knows? Or maybe Shan, being the type of person he is, he's a I said what I said type of person. He didn't want to do the bridge 2001. And maybe that was a testament to when it when it came time to do the hip hop 50 thing. Nas was like, well, maybe it's going to be a little difficult to get Shan to do this or to do that. So. I don't really want to, you know, mess around and bother with that. So I'm just not going to say shit. And of course, we we get to this. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know. Shan has just been he's always been that guy. He's the man has a chip on his shoulder. He feels like he has not gotten the flowers he deserves. So and I, I really don't know what to tell you, but this is a bit interesting. I would like to hear what Nas has to say um listen I said what I said yesterday Nas is better than Jay-Z that debate is over um and I know people are trying to tell me they said well Godson and Lost Tapes wasn't the fastest turnaround and then they'll try to say well I am and Nostradamus was the fastest turnaround no 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 in the creation pre I am okay it was supposed to be a double disc album that album got somehow leaked to street bootleggers and just fucked the whole operation up. So Nas had to go back and just pretty much redo a whole other album. That album came out later. 
1999 called Nostradamus. It is one of his worst albums to date. The worst goddamn thing ever created uh, in his discography. <laughs> Later on, okay? Nostradamus, I am that don't count. Let's let's not talk about that. I don't want to talk about Nostradamus. Later on, Godson comes out. Okay? Then the Lost Tapes comes out. The Lost Tapes technically does not count as an album according to Nas. This was just something for the fans. The Lost Tape songs are songs that were supposed to be on this double disc I Am Nostradamus double album that was supposed to come out. If that never happened and that album happened as a double disc release, the conversation would be completely different. I I stand wholeheartedly on that hill. I die on that hill. The conversation would be completely different. But hey, Hit Boy came in with the cape, saved the day, and here we are. Um, what five albums in less than what five six years so <laughs> uh we got the sixth one on the way kd4 has already been confirmed can't wait uh magic 2 great album and i love that bokeem woodbine track but anyway um yeah man it's been a cool week it's hot as shit bro they got weather machines i don't give a fuck what y'all say they have weather machines believe me they have weather machines and i'm not doing a research do your research i'm not doing a research leave me alone that wraps this episode up for me. <laughs> that wraps this episode up thank you for listening to episode 499 real quick shout out to the 12 cow podcast the john effect podcast conversation con artists tactless know-it-all two awkward millennials reasonable ignorance ignorant philosophy and of course i can't forget about the bynk family shout out to government name podcast with shogun and cole jackson shout out to carefree black nerd with rain coleman and shout out to whitney janae and rose the artist they are the host and co-host of the sex with friends podcast Last but not least, make sure you check out our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator as well. Go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down till you see Grown Man Shit with Robin Mortal, Jasmine Blue by Jasmine Blue, and yours truly, Social Introvert. And uh, yeah, man, as always, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Uh, make sure you follow and subscribe to my other podcast, Terradome Highway a horror movie podcast this saturday i will be talking about 1998's the faculty starring usher raymond the fourth um, he's not the only one in there but <laughs> usher to me in that movie has the best dialogue I, I don't know why if you've seen the faculty you know exactly what i'm talking about usher has the best dialogue in the faculty uh, but no i will be talking about that movie um there is a brand new episode out the two actually two new recent episodes are smile from 2022 and the Hulu original film Watcher, uh, which came out in 2022. Uh, you can check those out if you like. Leave some feedback. Give me that five-star rating on Teradome Highway. And until then, guys, uh, have a great weekend. Stay safe. And I'll see you next week. Peace. I wasn't looking for that, but when you see it better get into it, that's what it was. Was a moment in time or was I overly dry? I couldn't tell I wouldn't feel unless I slipped on the ground. I'm saying, I'm just trying to be loving you, hugging you, touching you, love with you, go with you, come with you, can I? Take it there where I moves as fast, there, let it stare. We don't care, we the rare, there and there. Don't stop.
Let's make it official. The bond has never been an issue. Plus, you know what I've been through. It's like pre-presidential for the pattern and pencil. I mean, I got it must essential because you all in my visuals. Like, this light works as long as this mic works. Tell the whole crowd you inspired this type thirst. That's butterflies and nice shirts. Uh, I really, really want. Uh, I really, really want. I really, really want to be with someone just like you. Just like you. Really nice to meet you. Looking so good, I had to greet you. Look at them features. You must be vegan. What you doing this evening? Cause I can scoop you, just give me a reason. You been working out, huh? Barely going out, huh? I'm in Germany at the Soho. You looking too good, I need one more. I gotta head to NYC. I'm trying to rock what you know from my home. We can go far away. Thank you. 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 Thank you.